0: Microphone check, one, two, one, two. This is the Blaze the Lion podcast. I am your host, Blaze, Blaze the Lion. This month's theme is community. The month of June is all about community. So each guest you see here will be sharing their story, their experience, their involvement in their community and in other communities. So, first up, for that said theme, we have our special guests. But before I bring her in, just a reminder, those watching, make sure I got a job for you. I got a little job for you, little favor, small favor, small favor, all right? Make sure you like, you subscribe if you're watching it on YouTube. You love, you share, you tag your friends, tag your coworkers, tag your boss, even the boss that you don't like too much. Tag her too. All right, tag them all. Tag them all. Let them know that right now we are live on the Blaze the Lion podcast. Also, if you love what you're seeing and you love the movement and you would like to get down with the movement. Yes, indeed. You can show some love. All right. You can give me all your money. My cash app is. Just joking. <laughs> My cash app is dollar sound blaze the lion. However, you can be a monthly contributor for as little as 99 cents a month. You can be a part. You can be a part of this movement. All right. We have you've seen a lot of these posts with these blaze the lion podcast T-shirts. They are out. They are fresh, becoming a variety of colors. You also get access to upcoming events, from other podcasts, to webinars, to contests, to a bunch of things that I have up my sleeve. Hmm. So don't hesitate. Be a part of the movement. All right. All right. So tonight's guest is someone who plays a vital role, not just in her community, but in several communities. This is someone who is passionate about what she's doing. Not in it for the money, not in it for the fame, but in it to actually make a difference, to impact lives. This is someone who has seen first-hand effects of violence in our community. This is someone who is hands-on in her community. This is someone who has been on several news stations. She's been on radio stations. This is somebody who has just really made her mark in this industry. This is someone who is very humble. This is someone who also has seen Ice Squad perform. She's been a, a, a big role in just the movement of, of Ice Squad as well. This is someone who is a mother. Yes, indeed. Three boys. Ooh. This is someone who is ah, just fantastic. Someone who is amazing. Someone who is ready to drop gems on you, someone who is ready to impart change upon your life with her perspective, with her views, with her knowledge, with her expertise, with her truth. Tonight's guest is none other than... Wait for it. i <laughs> agree. All right. Tonight's guest is none other than Miss Susan Kennedy, welcome to the pod.
1: Hello, Blaze the Lion. Thank Ooh. you for having me. Congratulations on this amazing podcast.
0: You're Thank good you. at it.
1: Whoa. <laughs> you're a natural.
0: I don't even know what I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> Just having fun. You have to have fun. And whatever you do and whatever you're called to, you got to have fun with it, right? So,
1: that's all that matters, yes.
0: That's what I try to do. So I gave my little introduction about you, but I always encourage my guests to share a little bit about yourself for those who are unfamiliar with you, your work.
1: Yes, yes, well, thank you, you did a great job. I don't even need to say anything else, but um, yes, I am Susan Kennedy, founder of Bullets for Life. Um, I am a mother first of three amazing sons. My oldest is gonna be 28 this year um i have a 22 year old and i have a 16 year old so i have three amazing young men that i give birth to my three heartbeats yes mm. um so yeah so i am like i said i am the founder of bullets for life i started this movement in 2016 when um a six-year-old boy was killed by a stray bullet his name was king carter everybody know who he is and he activated this movement in me to go take bullets off the streets. So that's who I am and I'm I'm a mother, I'm a woman on a mission to save lives, one bullet at a time. Mm.
0: Mm. Yes, yes. So for those who are not familiar with Bullets for Life, um, bring them up to speed with just exactly what you guys do as an organization.
1: Well, it's a very it's a tangible organization. When I say tangible, you get to feel and visualize and see the things that we do. We are changing lives one bullet at a time. Um, this was a vision that was given to me, like I said, when a six-year-old boy was killed. God himself had to come down and give me this movement because I never thought that I would even be in this place right now. Like, this don't even belong to me. So what it is, is we go into the communities and we're asking them to donate a bullet. Our children are dying one bullet at a time. You guys just saw what just happened just this weekend alone. We've lost way too many. Too many people are getting shot by bullets. Bullets is like, it's like we're bleeding bullets in our community. But six years ago, this vision activated in me to save lives one bullet at a time. So we go into the community, we don't care where it's at. We go, especially in the inner city and we're asking them to donate a bullet. I'm not asking you for your gun. I'm just asking you to donate one bullet. Asking for a bullet can create a conversation that leads to change in your mindset or just shifting your heart from wanting to commit suicide, retaliation, altercation, or revenge. There's so many different anger out here that causing people to pull that trigger. So we can talk the bullet out of one person's hands. That's our way of saving a life. So it's Mm -hmm. called Donate a Bullet save a life that bullet you give me is a life save and that bullet will never take a life not only that we are taking those bullets and repurposing those bullets into something beautiful beautiful to create a conversation piece right so the bullets are now being turned into yes the lion bracelet the bullets are now being turned into accessories right these accessories are being made by families affected by gun violence. So mothers, fathers, siblings are turning something that took their children's life into something to save another life. So this is what the movement is about. It's a movement of love to honor your loved ones, to create conversation, to save life, and to speak life into our kids that's surrounded by death because our kids are surrounded by death. This here that's happening to our children, it's not supposed to happen. This cannot be the norm. They're not supposed to be born into running from bullets, but unfortunately our kids are running from bullets. So how do we give them some kind of hope? By creating a movement that's gonna save their lives, knowing that their life is worth way more than a bullet.
0: Yeah. Yes, wow, absolutely, absolutely, Um, man. In the chat, in the chat, has anybody um, had a family member, had a close friend, has anyone lost a a, a loved one, a friend um, by gun violence? It's it is death in any capacity is not easy, right? Yes, it's senseless. Um, yes, yes, but when it when it hits close to home, and you know, I feel that. The, the access to getting guns is so easy. Yeah,
1: it's so easy. And the ones that's getting these guns are 13 year old, 15 year old, you know, I know we, we just had an event that we just did a workshop. We also do workshops in the community. Like I said, we pull up into the inner city Overtown, Liberty City, Opalaka, We pull up anywhere and we're capturing those kids that's surrounded by death. And we're teaching them about repurposing bullets, right? So we're teaching them how to destroy these bullets. It's bullets that we destroy. We have, let me just show you really quick. It's so heavy. is all. This is all bullets that was donated, right? We have 38s in here, we have 40s, we have nines that people are donating, um. right? So I go into the community with these same things that could be taken alive. Instead, we're going to destroy it with this thing right here. So we're destroying bullets. But we're teaching these kids that's surrounded by bullets or by death how to destroy bullets, right? Don't you rather me teach them how to destroy before they go and pull that trigger? Because somebody else is teaching them how to shoot and how to kill. So we want to capture their mindset and their heart before somebody else teach them how to pull a trigger and kill, right? Mm. So when you see these kids destroying bullets, right? And taking the deadly part out of it, and then sit down with mothers who's lost their children. I'm talking about, I have mothers that surround my movement for healing, is therapeutic for them, but they come out into the community with me. And they're teaching, they're talking to these kids Even though they have lost their children to gun violence, they're having conversation with these kids while these kids are repurposing those those bullets into something beautiful. So these same mothers are speaking life into somebody else's child, even after losing their child. So to to see these babies turning bullets into something, but but these babies also has been affected by gun violence some way or somehow. They're losing their friends they're going to funerals at a young age. Yeah. They're running from bullets. They, they, they can hear bullets where they live every single day. So here come this organization that's given them some kind of hope, knowing that their life is worth way more than a bullet. right? And then these kids sit here and make beautiful, beautiful accessories out of bullets and then walk away with it, knowing that I save a life today. Yeah. I want to hear a child say, "I save a life instead of I take a life," because our kids are killing kids. But yes. this movement is teaching them how to save a life, and that's what Bullets for Life is about.
0: Yes, yes, wow. So so needed. Like we don't we don't hear about that. We just hear things on the news when it's too late.
1: When it's too late.
0: You know, we we hear oh violence this this weekend shooting. This weekend, and yes, um, where where I live, um, maybe not every day, but every now and then, definitely we we heard of gunshots, and you know, there 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 are times. I mean, I there are times where the the killing is for sport or the killing is over it's a senseless. joke that went wrong or something on social media or pride or...
1: Yeah, it's all senseless. Um, what's happening right now is that our kids, are, they're being birthed out of like how to defend themselves or how to survive. They're being birthed how to survive, right? They're not being birthed out of love anymore. Like we have lost love in our community all around. Like these kids don't know what love is. They don't know what self love. They don't value life. So how do we change their mindset? How do we turn that around and show them love instead of teaching them how to go survive, how to go make this money to pay this bill or, or buy your Gucci shoes or your belt? Or you know what I mean? These kids are, this, yeah. all, this is all that's being taught right now. The rapping, the music is all yeah. against our children. So how do we change that? How do we save them? Because they are dying. They're dying. There's no, we just lost a six-year-old. We lost a three-year-old at his birthday party. Mm -hmm. We lost a seven-year-old before that. We're losing babies. And like I kept saying, our caskets, the caskets are getting smaller and smaller. The shooters are getting younger and younger. But we as adults are responsible. We have to figure a way to take our kids back. and this movement when we go out in the community this is taking our kids back one bullet at a time if every child could walk away with one of these knowing that they just destroy the deadly part of a bullet Mm -hmm. and they're walking away saying i just saved a life you know how far that can go mentally yeah you know how far that can go because our kids are traumatized so how can we get into their life with this movement. All they have to do is just bring us, just just let me show you what's what's happening. Let me show you what these kids are doing, the impact that we're having in families when they walk away from our workshop. Mm -hmm. Like this is, that's why I say it's tangible. It's something that they can walk away with, something they can feel when they take the deadly part of that bullet, knowing that that bullet will never ever take a life. Not only that, it's honoring the lives that's been taken. So if there is someone on, on here right now that's lost someone or knows someone who's lost someone to gun violence, or you have been pers- affected personally, contact us, because we are honoring your loved ones. We create a line of bracelet. Maybe it's the child's favorite color, the father, the brother's favorite color, and we are making a line for that person that was lost to gun violence, and then inside of every bullet, right, there's a live bullet. We destroy it, and then there's an empty casing.
2: Right.
1: So that empty casing is being replaced with with a message that goes inside. So the gunpowder comes out, and the and the a message has gone inside into the empty casing. A lot of people use scriptures, but not everyone is religious. You don't have to. You could just put something positive to remember right. that loved one. So every time you wear that, you have the message of that loved one. You have their favorite color. But that bullet will always be that conversation. So when someone look at it, oh, that's a nice bracelet. They see there's a bullet on there. It bring awareness. It keep your child's name alive, your loved one name alive. And it can save somebody else that see that bracelet because it's a conversation piece that needs to happen every single day because we are dying every day.
0: Yes. Yes, I forget what the stats are, but I think it's we we lose someone dies every couple of seconds.
1: Every every I know we lose just this week alone. We were losing when there were it was 140 people dying every single day. We was losing at least 140 people a day in just just Miami, Chicago, Philadelphia. You know, those different states losing out, between those states, at least a hundred and something people every single day to gun violence, right? So just this weekend alone, we all see the saw the news. I just thank God that it's not more people that died because they shot over, what, 25 people were shot? Mm -hmm. Do you know how many people is in the hospital right now with a bullet? And then we lost three to four people Mm-hmm. My heartfelt condolences to the entire family that's have to sh- go through this pain. That dad that cried out for his son. Yeah. I see that pain every day. Like you said, I'm surrounded by mothers every day that's lost their children. I just lost my son. I just lost my daughter. How can I get a bracelet to honor them? You know, yeah. what do we do? How can I come to you for for therapy for just some hope? Because that's what we give them. Yeah. You know, so how do we change that Blaze? Like, how do we, how do we end this? Like this cannot keep happening to our community to like, none of us are safe. Mm. It's like, we're walking dead. Like it can happen to any one of us. So until we all realize that this can happen to any one of us and we don't make a stand against it together, it's going to continue happening.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Basically, if you're not doing anything, then you you are helping the violence.
1: Yep, you are the problem. Yeah, you are part of the problem because we all have a say in this. Because this can happen to anyone. Do you think any of these mothers thought that they're going to lose a child to gun violence? You think a six-year-old, the mother thought that I'm going to send my daughter to this birthday party, a six-year-old birthday party, and she's going to not come back home because she got yeah. a bullet in the head? Blaze, I go to, I went to two funerals of a six-year-old and a seven-year-old. I cannot unsee that baby in a casket. I, I, I cannot unsee it. How can you unsee that? How can your life ever be the same when you see a baby in a in a pretty pink dress and in that casket because of a bullet? Because someone didn't care that they're shooting mm-hmm. up a six-year-old birthday party. They don't care that it's shooting up a three-year-old birthday party. What 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 went wrong? What what happened? What's ha- what's that? What what happened to us that that's okay? It's not okay. No, it's not okay, and we cannot hang, we cannot act every day like it's the norm. We cannot like go on with our life knowing that this is happening to children.
0: Do you? Wow. Man. Do you have you been to, to schools or any involvement with, yeah?
1: Yeah, I've been, the first school we went to is when Parkland shooting happened. Um, we went to American Heritage. They were the first school that invited us to come in um, to be with their kids, with all the students that's been affected by that Parkland shooting. Even yeah. though we've been doing this in Miami for so long, parkland recognized the work that we were doing my american heritage recognized the work that we were doing and invited us to come to their children where those kids in that i'll never forget those kids surround us and design their own bracelet out of bullets after destroying bullets you know mm. um so we went to that school we go to after school programs um fiu we did a we did a big event a workshop at fiu it was over 100 kids after Two people was killed on the campus. Mm. We went there for the heal. We become like the healing process yeah. for these children, yeah. right? It's a healing process, but not just here in Florida, but in Chicago, Atlanta, South Carolina, Tampa, um, New Jersey. We've been everywhere with this movement. You know, yeah. I'm just blessed that God has trusted me to carry this movement and carry it so well, you know. Yeah. So unfortunately the reason why we're doing it is the sad and it hurts because you carry that pain you got to carry that pain and i i had to figure out a way to balance that to where i don't go home every night with that pain of a family crying over the loss of a child
0: yeah i was gonna ask you like what do you do like what like how do you release that because that's those burdens are heavy
1: it's a heavy burden to carry it's really heavy but god allow me to carry it. Somehow he give me the strength to carry it um, because not all the time, I haven't lost, everyone that's listened to this, people think that I've lost a child is the reason why I go so hard, I'm so passionate. I have not lost anyone personally to gun violence. I'm in this fight because I'm a mother first and I'm I'm, I, I'm, a, I'm human, I'm, I cannot sit by with such an amazing vision that God has given me and not act, act on it, you yeah. know? Yeah. And I'm passionate about it. I'm passionate about our children dying. A child dying, like I said, we're all responsible. But it's hard. It's hard for me sometimes to go home and not break down. I've break. I broke down so many times, but I wouldn't let the family see that I break down behind them. You know, I would go mm-hmm. home and I just cry and pray out to God. Like, I don't even know how I'm doing this, God. Yeah. This pain is real. Like this pain yeah. is real. These families are walking in blood. They're living in blood. This, they're surviving in blood. Like they're just, they're in pain. Like they got to get in the car and drive to work the same way. They got to get up. Like every step they take, they remember it's their child right there with them. You know, these mothers don't sleep. They're on drugs all the time. Like trying to just stay to sleep. They have to take certain drugs, just to sleep in pills, just to go to bed it's the most hurtful pain I've ever experienced was watching mothers like I cannot even imagine that pain but but I see it firsthand because God placed me there with them so um eventually I had to go to therapy <laughs> for yeah. myself yeah you know I had a God God sent a pro bono therapist to me and I was able to go talk to her and she get teach me balance you know, Susan, you can't carry all of this. You have to figure out this, there's, there's places that there's resources for these families too. You can't do it all because I was doing it all. I would yeah. be up two, three o'clock in the morning having a conversation with families who's lost a loved ones. But there's so much resources out there. There's so much help and they can call me. And if I don't have it, I will send them to the right person because we can't carry this alone. There's so much help out here. Mm-hmm. There's so much help out here. It's just that some of us are real with it, you know what I mean. Some of us are passionate about it, and that's why they come back to me because they see my heart is in it. I'm passionate about it. I'm real with it, and I love them. Like I love each and every one of these families that I that came into my life.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's the difference. That um, when you when you are called to to do something. Um, you don't see others as a number, you know what I mean? And being the empath, which I'm sure you are, you you feel it. You feel that pain. Um, I'm sure you've probably seen visions. You've probably had the nightmares too. Just it's, it, but God does not make mistakes either. So he knew what he was doing.
1: He knew what he was doing because not everybody can carry this. Not not everybody can carry this organization for the last six years and keep it afloat and still keep a smile on my face and still have the same love and passion that I have without looking for making money off of this because I don't make money off of this. I lost my job, my home. You know, I lost everything starting this this movement. I give up my entire bank account just to start this movement because I believe in what God has called me to be. Cause, uh, but all I know, God kept saying. I remember someone said, "When you have a vision, there will always be provision. God will always provide." So, some way along the way, God provide for this organization.
2: Yeah.
1: Where we were able to pay for headstones for mothers who don't ha- who cannot afford a headstone for her child for years, we were able to raise that money for that mom. We pay bills. We mm-hmm. pay bills, man. Because how can a family, after losing a child, be normal? How can they go back to work? Uh-huh. We figure out a way to pay bills. We show up in their lives. We're there for the aftermath when the camera is all off and the all the the the, the babies is buried. Everybody goes away, but we're here for the aftermath. We're still in this family life. We become a family. These these family become my family. Uh-huh. Like I call them all my mama. They're all my mamas. Like they don't play about me. You know. Yeah. So so we all become a family. We even I'm going to tell you the the one thing that I never thought I would possibly ever have to do in my entire life is do a funeral service for a family who cannot afford a funeral service. I -hmm. called out for help from everyone and nobody wanted to support his family. So I had to step up. I finally met a pastor. His name is Pastor Lorenzo Johnson, who said, I'll Preach at the past. I'll be the pastor. I'll preach for the funeral, but I need you to overlook it. I need you to take everything at a funeral. I'm like me. I've never done a funeral in my life. A funeral right. service in my life, you know. But I had to pray about it, and God allowed me to be there for that family. Wait for that family to come in, bring the body of their loved one in, and just make sure everybody's sitting and have food for that family. We do. We do all of that. People don't know the stuff we do behind closed doors. Bullets for life is bigger than just taking a bullet off the streets. It's bigger than that. It's, it's way bigger than that. Yeah. Wow. Woo. Man. Yep. (laughs) We can go on forever, but. (laughs) Yes.
0: Yes. No, I'm, I'm not even cutting it short. That, that, that is truly amazing. That, that's truly amazing. That's, that's world changing. That's yes. that seed that seeds planted. That's you're you you're showing people the definition of love.
2: That's people who
0: is. haven't grown up with actual love. People who saw love who were jaded, who their views of love have been tarnished. Um, you you are planting seeds of love in communities. Definitely.
1: That's what, that's all it takes is it. Yeah. It has to be love for me to be able to be still stand in this pain yeah. when it don't even, this pain don't even belong to me. Yeah. You know, I just thank God every day. I say God, I will continue fighting. I will continue going out here in these streets. Just protect my three boys, God, so that I can continue being what you call me to be. You know, so this is why this is my fight. I'm not going anywhere. Um, unfortunately, the 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 violence is still rising. You know, yeah. gangs gang violence is real. Retaliation is real. Revenge is real out here. But we can get to the little ones before they get there. Yeah. You know, I have ten kids in Liberty City that I mentor for the last four years they're all grown now but i've watched these kids running from bullets they're calling me at the middle of the night we just found a bullet on the ground miss susan we just heard um a gunshot i mean this baby these babies are from four and up mm. you know and i have to hear these stories with these kids sometimes i bring them to my home in hollywood where i live i don't even live in miami Yeah, but you don't have to live there to be to, to show love.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: You know, you don't have to live there to fight back. People think that I live in Miami, I don't even live in Miami, but I've been going back there for the last five years.
0: Oh, wow! So, those listening, um, how can they help? What can they do if folks are listening and they are moved um, right now? Like, what can they do?
1: Um, if you guys are listening, and like, a, first of all, if you know anyone that's been affected by gun violence, contact, um, you can go to my Facebook page, Susan Kennedy, or Susan Bullets, and you will find me there. You could always DM me. Um, also, if you would like to support, you could always cash app, us, Cash App, our cash app. The money goes back into helping the movement. Um, and most importantly, you can visit our website, which is www. I'll put it in the chat www.bulletproof, P-R-O-V-E, bulletproof accessories. So proof is the evidence of saving lives. So it's not P-R-O-O-F, it's P-R-O-V-E. So it's the mm. evidence of saving lives, it's the evidence of the work that we're doing. Um, just go on Instagram also, follow my page, which is bullets number four in life, bullets for life. Um and just support us just talk about it repost our work that we're doing a lot yeah. of stuff go viral for stupid things but this work that we're doing has been around for so long and then the world needs to know about this we had nancy pelosi the speaker of the house who spoke about our movement you know mm. we have an anthem out thanks to i squad you know that's streaming all over right now that you guys could download and the money goes back into the movement there's so yeah. many ways that you can support a movement like this because what we're doing is saving your children's life.
0: Yeah, yeah. definitely, definitely. Um, so we're going to go from heavy to light <laughs> and we're gonna go to the segment of our show where we could talk about colors.
1: Colors, okay. Colors. I think I saw
0: that one. Uh mm-hmm. huh. Colors. So, for those new, for those listening, and to our guests as well, for this segment of our show, I will say a random color, and you just say whatever word, phrase, or even a short story that comes to mind. There is no right or wrong answer.
1: Oh wait, wait. How do I get back on there? Hold on. I don't know what I just. I get did. you back. There we go. Okay,
0: there we go. I was trying to leave a message on there. Okay. So yeah, so I'll say a random color and you just say whatever word comes to mind. There is no right or wrong answer. You can be super deep. You can be funny. You can be romantic. You can be stern, logical, however you feel is how you feel. All right, are you ready? (laughs) (laughs) Here we go. Color number one. Let's start with what I'm wearing, red.
1: Red, Red. the precious blood of Jesus is what we need right now. The precious blood of Jesus. That's what I see automatically.
0: There we go. True indeed, true indeed next color blue
1: blue for boys i have three sons and i use the blue for i love blue because i have boys so blue for boys it's always been blues in my life <laughs> so <laughs> it was never no pink all blues. <laughs> all blues i
0: like blue i like blue i have a lot of blue sneakers i like blue all right here we go next color. We have orange,
1: orange, orange. Well, you know, um, because of what I do, orange is a big deal right now. Starting June fourth, five, and six is is uh, is um actually gun violence awareness month. So it's wear orange starting June fourth, fifth, and six. I need you guys all to wear orange to bring awareness to senseless gun violence. We all need to do our part, so I want to see everybody wearing orange. Do your part. Put an orange shirt okay. on. Orange hat, orange bracelet. Buy a bracelet, orange bracelet. Goes back into the movement.
0: There you go. June what, June 4th, 5th, and 6th?
1: hmm Yep, it's right around the corner. We have a cleanup day at a church in Miami, um, June 4th. We call it our um, healing, we create a healing space for okay. survivors, and that's June 4th. Now, I'll put that on your page, if you don't mind. People can come sure, on and support sure. that. Yes, we're creating a space in Liberty City for healing at a church, so starting June 4th.
0: Uh-huh. I'm gonna put that in the chat right now. All right, good. Uh, see if I can multitask.
1: Next
0: Lucky, color. I'm let you do that. <laughs> <laughs> i trying to look at the screen and type. All right, next color. Did I spell awareness right? I think so. All right, here we go. Next color we have, yellow.
1: Yellow, tell your boyfriend hello. <laughs> mm. That's an old saying, yellow, hello.
0: I've never heard that saying.
1: Yellow, tell your boyfriend hello. It's a it's a saying from Guyana. I'm uh, Guyanese, by the way. Yes.
0: Any Guyanese people in the chat?
1: Or New Yorker?
0: Or New Yorkers? Hey. I
1: grew up in New York. Born in Guyana. Grew up in New York.
0: What part of New York?
1: Brooklyn, Crown Heights.
0: Okay. Mm-hmm. Hey. Okay, hey. Brooklyn. I um I know a lot of people from New York, especially from Brooklyn. And everyone I know that's from Brooklyn is um crazy.
1: <laughs> I was born in Guyana, not from Brooklyn. <laughs> mm. I just grew up in Brooklyn, I'm crazy.
0: Mm. I, I feel that you you need some sort of level of crazy to survive in New York. Brooklyn, yeah.
1: It's, it's different now, it's changed. It is, it is.
0: No, for yeah. sure, for sure, for sure, it, it definitely is. Um. Yeah, all right, let me not lose focus. <laughs> Here we go. Next color we have is white, white.
1: White is pure, pure, oh. pure, pure. That's all I have for white. Yeah.
0: What's your definition of pure?
1: What's the definition of pure? Mm-hmm. Hmm. There's so many definition of pure. Right now, we need pure. Um. Can't think of one offhand.
0: Or what does pure mean to you?
1: Um, what pure mean to me?
0: Is it marriage? Is it angelic?
1: More angelic,
0: okay.
1: More angelic, okay. yes. Okay. Marriage more and angelic to me. Right now, that's what we need. We just need, yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. We can't we'll get anything
0: else now, huh? We'll go with that. <laughs> <laughs> Next color, let's do brown.
1: I love the color brown. Why? Brown is brown. Reminds me of like New York. That's brown soft. is yes, because in New York, growing up, my my favorite color was brown. So because I had, like, I the had, streets like, are dirty. No, no, no. Just the color, just fashion. Like I had brown Timberland boots growing up, brown coat. You know, just like a neutral color for me. Just love the color brown. Right. Okay.
0: All right, brown. Here we go. We got a couple more colors left, and then you we'll go all back. You
1: colors. I got tons
0: of colors. Listen up, the color man. I got lots of colors. Oh, you had mentioned this this color earlier, so let's go with this. Buildings are brownish. Yeah, that is true. Buildings are brownish, That's what it is, Yeah, in-
1: yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. Good New point. It's
1: brown. Good
0: point. Good point. Good point. Um, let's go with pink.
1: Pink. Pink just remind me of girls, girly stuff. I was never into like the pink. I was never that pink person. So pink. Like and- the pink
0: dolls, like the Barbie dolls. Yeah,
1: I was never that girl.
0: Pink shoes and dresses. And- oh.
1: No, no. But pink is for girls, yes. Yeah. If I had girls, it will be all pink. But you see, I had boys, so it's all blues.
0: So it's all blues and browns. Construction tins and
1: that was yeah that was my life.
0: (laughs) Brown hoodies and
1: everything brown. I have brown eyes, so yeah, so that helps. was there
0: we go, there we go. You also have brown skin,
1: brown skin girl. Yes,
0: Yes. All right, we have two more colors, two more colors. Here we go.
1: Thank God.
0: I think I've been nice so far.
1: You have, you're crazy. really nice. Yeah,
0: right? yeah, see?
1: Like you, Blaze.
0: I, I know how to behave sometimes. Here we go, next color we have <laughs> is, I gotta say this color, black.
1: Black is beautiful. E. Black is beautiful. We are all so beautiful, all shades of black. Black is beautiful. Black lives
0: mm. matter. All that good stuff. All that good stuff.
1: Black Put is black.
0: It.
1: You can't go wrong with black. Once you go black, you can't go back.
0: Mm. <laughs> in the chat, have you gone black and went back to other? Huh?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Sorry.
1: You did not see that in the chat. <laughs>
0: <coughs> I don't went left right there. Black goes with everything. Yes, indeed. Yes. Who loves black in the... Okay, let me start. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> Here we go. Ladies, have any of you ladies dated a black? Okay, focus, focus. So, last color, last color. Um, hmm. In the chat, they're saying one color. But then I wanna do another color.
2: Hmm.
0: All right, let's go. Last color, eh, hey. purple.
1: Oh, I love purple. Purple is my favorite color. Hey.
0: Yeah.
1: Why All is it shades of purple, color?
0: huh? Why is it your favorite color?
1: It's just, purple is pure to me. Put it that way. Purple, mm. just like, just a beautiful color. Like it just can light up any, room just a color purple even mm-hmm. though i wouldn't do like a purple dress you'll never find me in a purple dress or purple earrings or you know but i just love the color purple like i make a lot of purple accessories so okay.
0: what about purple tim's
1: purple tim's oh i would wear those it's tim's <laughs> that is purple i probably would wear that
0: yeah, see, there you go. Another person, another guest that loves purple. Mm-hmm. I don't think any, I think only one person has said anything bad about purple. Everybody else. What knows. did they
1: say bad about purple?
0: One person said that purple reminds them of a funeral.
1: Or a wedding, like purple is a funeral or weddings.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: A funeral. I'm sorry to hear that.
0: Yeah. But you know, every everybody has has different experiences. So yeah. 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 Mm. I,
1: I think I've heard that one before too.
0: Yeah. yeah. I like purple. I um I just got into purple like a few months ago. Purple. Why? Um for two reasons. For one reason is if you want the girls, you got to pretend that you like purple. That's you get <laughs> is that Just what it is? And they say purple. No, I'm joking. <laughs> um, really, I, I've gravitated to purple because one, in my meditation, the first color I ever saw in my meditation was purple. And I didn't even know what seeing colors in a meditation even meant um, or anything. And even up to today, I still see purple in my meditations. I close my eyes and I try and just zone out. And I just keep seeing, sometimes it'll come in the middle. Sometimes it'll come at the end of my meditation, but somewhere in that meditation, there's some glowing purple.
1: Purple. So or something about that purple.
0: Yeah, you know, and then I've read about. It. A crystal,
1: you ever see a crystal purple, like just a crystal purple crystal?
0: Mhm. Mhm. I don't remember what they're called. What are purple crystals called? In the chat, does anyone know? What's the actual names for purple stones or purple crystals? I don't remember. Yeah, and then just purple in itself just means royalty, which they're saying in, in, in the chat. Yes. Yeah, royalty. That it means the enlightenment. It means psychic abilities. It means foreseeing the future, respect, all these things. So,
1: purple. Is I've been country. red
0: so long, but lately I've been, I, I felt drawn to purple. So
1: your next your next shirt is purple.
0: Maybe I'll wear purple at my wedding or something. If there is ever a wedding, <laughs> I don't know. Or maybe the next wedding I am invited to, maybe I, I wear purple. So mm. you know, whoever's wedding, like say it's your wedding or like anybody in the chat, you know, I'd, I'd wear i wear like a purple suit, purple top. A purple suit,
1: okay.
0: There we go. Purple suit with some purple tims.
1: <laughs> that's not going to be at my
0: wedding. <laughs> <laughs> no. Amethyst. Amethyst is purple.
1: That's it. That's it. Okay. That's, that's the word I was looking for. Yes. There you
0: go. Yes. See? Amethyst. See we got smart people
1: mm-hmm.
0: in the audience. There we go. No? So no purples, purple Tux with, with the purple tims. Huh? No Purple Talks with the Purple Timbs. I think that I can play it off.
1: No? No. <laughs> Maybe at your wedding. I You're don't a wedding. think at
0: my wedding either. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't see. That. You see blushing going up. Who is blushing, So, Am I blushing? Or is Susan blushing?
1: Is that always the conversation? Is somebody always blushing on your podcast? Is Not that, what you that make? I know. You just make people blush. That's what you do.
0: That's what you said. I don't know. Why is that funny, John's running? All right. Focus, people. Focus. The theme is community. you are getting off topic again. See? Oh, they said that you were blushing.
1: Who said hmm. that?
0: In the chat, they said that you were blushing.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm always, I'm always
0: smiling. Good answer. It's the lighting. Let's see my forehead. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. So, involvement in this community question: Is your, are your kids, are your boys involved in this movement for Bullet for Life? Is your family involved? Friends, yes. all of that as well.
1: Yes, yes. Um, my 16-year-old is more involved than my other boys. You know, he I caught him young, so you know he's the one who destroyed all the bullets. And he's actually going to start a youth uh, bullets for life youth um, okay. organization. You know, really okay. getting into these kids and stuff like that. So, um, so he's very involved in it. Um, like I said, he has destroyed probably thousands of bullets since mm-hmm. I started this movement. Um, he also does speaking engagement. So I'm okay. very proud of my son. My older one, he does the website for Bullets for Life. So he, so yes, yeah, so he's involved that way. He lives in New okay. York. Okay. And my second, my middle child is always a middle child. He's like, whenever you need me, mom. <laughs> you know? But I'm not coming into public. He don't like to be seen. He don't like to be in public. He's the one behind the scene. So he's always one of those. So my kids are very, very supportive. My mom is amazing. She is the reason why I'm able to just take that leap. Um, When I lost everything, she was like, I got you. Come and live Mm. with me. I believe in what you want to do. And she's been my rock since I started this movement. So
2: Mm.
1: my sisters, my brothers, I have so many families that support me. And this is why I'm able to do what I do because of that love that I have on here. Because if I didn't have that, there's no way I could have carried this movement without my family. So
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I am. Well, one, that's a blessing. That, that is definitely a, a, a huge blessing. I, I believe that God allows us to go through certain challenges, um, and he puts certain people in position to bless us, to help us. So. You know, well, what there is always going to be ups and downs in life. There's always going to be challenges. Um, but I am, I am a uh, a firm believer that through the challenges, it's also opportunities to bless someone, to help someone. Sometimes you don't even realize how 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 much your family has your back, or you don't realize how much that friend or that coworker. Or that client or customer really has your back until you're in need, yeah. And then the opportunity is there, and you're like, oh, wow, you know. Yeah. So it is never in vain. Yep, as they say in the chat, God will provide in so many ways, always,
1: always, always. He? Does. he like I said, always. when there's a vision, there's provision, and I've seen it firsthand what God can do. So I'm just so humble, so humble and blessed. Yeah. To be in this place.
0: Yeah. Do you take vacations? Do you zone out? Do you have a chance to 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 zen? Because I know that you're called to this mission, Um, but do you ever take a break from it?
1: Um, I have, I have. Like I said, I'm learning to balance. I'm learning balance and not to for this, because this can really take over your entire life. Yeah. you know because you're so committed to everything you become like an ambulance chaser you want to be in these families' life you want to be right there with them so it can really take over all of you um so I have to find balance so as I get older um I started to just go take my just go on vacation you know just get away or unplug you know unplug right. for the moment so we have to learn how to unplug for my sanity you know. Um, so I'm learning how to do that. So, yeah, yeah. Probably more vacation is on its way soon. So we'll see.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I have a question. In the midst of COVID, all right, these past, these past, how many months has it been already? 14 or 15 months?
1: <laughs> over a year. 15
0: months? Yeah, for sure. Over a year.
1: Yeah, I should say like It, starts, a year it and started and in half. March on my birthday. My birthday was March 22nd. I don't remember. I had to that's when everything was shut down.
2: hmm On mm-hmm. my birthday.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: So, mm. lockdown.
0: <laughs> so in the midst of the past say year and a half, um what's been the response? Like I remember watching the the news. And there was a a mayor, uh, I don't remember from what city, but he was basically urging the criminals to take a break. (laughs) Like we're in COVID season right now. People don't know how they're paying bills. Can y'all just take a stop break? <laughs> Can y'all just stop robbing and killing for a little bit? Just take a break.
1: So <laughs> we all get
0: back on our feet.
1: Oh, man. But, you know, we did take they did they take a break, though. There was less yeah. crime. There was, you, you didn't hear, but all this is when we opened back up is when they went crazy. Mm. The racism. We had George Floyd. We have so many things happen soon as we open back up hmm You know, 2020 Kate really came and just knocked us down. So yeah. now we have to rebuild from that. But yeah. Yeah. I wish they would take a break now. They're still yes. to, like stop, stop killing each other. I just want them to stop.
0: stop. Man, man. Um that moment. So I want to go to that moment. That moment. Um how did you know that you were called to this? Because you were doing something different. Yeah. Prior to getting involved with Bullets for Life and starting this, this movement, you were in a different industry. So what yeah. was that like? Was there fear? Was there doubt?
1: Um. That moment, I was I was a personal stylist at Nordstrom. I was a million dollars seller. You know, I was making ninety thousand to hundred thousand a year dressing celebrities. Um, so I was a men's stylist for the last ten years. I can dress you from head to toe and get a lot get paid to do it all. You know, re, revamp your entire wardrobe and your life. So that's what. That's I That's why you
0: said no to the purple tims and the purple suit. <laughs> okay, now it all makes sense. Okay.
1: So that's what I was doing prior to that. But when I knew it was a calling on my life is when um, Jada Page, I remember when King Carter was killed is when I started to talk about what God has had for me to do, what he wanted me to do. He kept saying bullets, bullets. I, I just keep hearing, donate a bullet, right? That's all I keep hearing. Donate a bullet, save a life. Donate a bullet, save a life when he was killed. And I didn't know what it meant. I went to church crying about it. I was up all night, can't sleep, and in the in the meantime, I was going also going through a really bad divorce. You know, also came out of a domestic situation where I was being threatened. My life was being threatened by guns, too. You know, in the situation I was in. But even though I was going through all my stuff, I was just still thinking about this little boy. You know, and I remember one day um, I got really sick around that time, so it kind of slowed down with King Carter. And then Jada Page was killed a couple months later. I remember on my way to work, I'm listening to the radio and I'm hearing Jada Page funeral service was at Antioch Church. And I was on my way to work, but instead of me going to work, I did a detour and went to her funeral wow. instead. And to, when I saw Jada Page in that casket, it. I always say that, um King Carter trigger me, right? But Jada Page activated me. She took me to the street, right? What seen her being killed or seeing her in that casket, it took me to the streets. So between King Carter and Jada Page is what make led me to just hit the street and I've never looked back. And I know when um, I was at work and I started to act instead of trying to sell clothes and stuff like that, I was talking about Bullets for Life. I was asking these guys that came in there, they were scammers, you know, make selling, buying all this designer stuff and did it do. And I would ask them, I was like, if I asked you for a bullet, would you give it to me? And it's like, why? You undercover Popo or something? I'm like, well, um, no, I'm not. But, you know, this King Carter was just killed. Jada Page was just killed. And, And it was big. Everybody knew who they were. So I did something in these guys mind to where they were like dropping bullets off at my job for me so mm-hmm. i was it was like i was doing like a drug transaction yeah, outside cool. where they were bringing bullets and i was putting it in my car and um i remember when method man came to um my store where i was at and i had a conversation with method man about what i'm want to do with these bullets and he was like yo that's dope I would love to sow a seed into your movement. I haven't even started yet. It was just like a vision, you know. Wow. And I was thinking, wow. but this man who don't know me, celebrity, believe in what I was saying. And he, and then the next day, he sent me money for my movement.
2: Mm.
1: Like he believed in me, what I was saying, without even knowing who I was. Wow. So he was part of that person that that made me realize I got something here. Yeah. You know, and I never look back. I wow. never look back. Wow. So when I, I detour to Jada instead of work, I knew this is not where I want to be. I'm at work and not even thinking about work or that money that I could be making. I'm, my, my head was on this movement that God has called me for. Yeah. You know? And that was it.
0: Yeah, on the community. Wow. That is, see, it's now. Imagine if you hadn't answered that call. Imagine if you ignored that voice repeatedly. Um, how how many people wouldn't have been able to be saved. Like think about the just just the impact that you being obedient, that you listening. Yeah, you know. How many lives were saved? So
1: yeah, because we have taken off over ten 000 to fifteen thousand bullets off the streets. Okay, ten to fifteen. We've gotten suicidal bullets. Someone who wants mm-hmm. to commit suicide. Because most of the time, you ask for a bullet. There's a story behind that bullet.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We've had revenge bullets. Mother lost two daughters and held on to these bullets because she knew why her daughter was killed and she wants to have revenge. See, so she stand in front of that person's home every night with a gun and those bullets. But when she heard about our movement, she called me. We stayed on the phone for hours. And then the next day she donated those eight bullets. And I, then I'm teaching her, then she came to me and I'm teaching, I taught her how to destroy those bullets. And she became the mother of our movement.
2: Wow.
1: Okay. So those bullets, her revenge bullets, could have told another story, but we yeah. were able to talk that out of her hands. It's like we're it's like we're speaking peace instead of war. Because yeah. you can go you can go both ways if we lose a child. You could call war, like they're doing now, or you could call peace. It's up to that family. It's up to that mom. It's up to that dad. So if I can if I can approach you and somehow speak life into you, even after you lost a child to where you call peace instead of war. Do you know how many lives we just saved? That's big. And the mother become the mother of the movement where she's doing Bullets for Life. She moved to Tampa, recently got married, um, just bought her first home. Like she could, it could have been, it could have gone differently if it wasn't for our movement, you know? So now we have a Bullets for Life Tampa because of this mom Turning her bullets over to us, that we call that the revenge bullets. She lost one daughter to gun uh, uh, home invasion. The second daughter she lost, she was he was she was stabbed fifty five times by a neighbor. That mother had enough. She flipped. But because of the love that I was able to give to this mom and hope. And it became like a ter- this movement and it's like a therapeutic movement for these mothers. She decided to destroy those eight bullets and wear it instead of taking a life to honor yeah. her, her daughters.
0: Yeah. That's strength, man. That's that's being a difference maker. Sure.
1: So I am so like so. I am. Like I said, I'm beyond blessed and thankful that God has trusted me with this. Mm
0: -hmm. And I'm
1: just so amazed that and blessed too, because I took that leap of faith and I was obedient to my calling. No matter how much the devil tried to knock me down, no matter how much he tried to knock me down, I believe what God has called me to be. Because when you turn around and see that mother just love on you and thank you and said, I needed this. Yeah. I need this. Nobody's done yeah. this for me. I never felt this way after I walk away from you Susan and then they love me and I love on them and there's nothing yeah. else like it. yeah I wouldn't change it for the world
0: yeah chills just just hearing these these stories Wow life changing. and I have no doubt that you have positively affected just the lives of just those listening. Um, Once again, once again, if anybody would like to donate, if anybody would just like more information on the Buddhist for Life movement, once again, how can they reach you and how can they be a part?
1: Um, Definitely, you can text text 305-600-9147 and just say you would be, you would love to be a part of the movement or you would like to support Bullets for Life. Or even if you know someone that's lost someone to gun violence, please contact us. Let us honor that person. Um, you can also purchase our bracelets online. And when you purchase one, we are making, we can be making five for a family who's lost a child to gun violence. Mm-hmm. Um, and 50% goes back to that family. Like we just had Zaria who was killed. We waited to make her lines. Zaria's favorite color was purple. She was killed with a young man named Dewan in Lincoln Field. Zari was killed holding her baby, her six-month-old baby. When they took, when they shot at the car and this young girl was killed, they pulled the baby out from underneath her and the baby was filled with blood, her mother's blood because of gun violence. So when we create Zaria line, 50% goes back to that baby for the rest of that baby life as long as people keep buying Zaria's bracelet. The Wands line. We create The Wands line is a blue line. 50% goes back to that mom because she wants to start an organization for her baby. We have the Mendel line. 50% go back to Mendel because her, her his mom wants to give scholarship every year to kids who was part of the justice system because that's who Mendel was, a criminal justice um, classes. So there's different things. We have the we have the Zamari line, another young boy who was killed. 50% goes back to that. It's so many, the, the chastity line, the Alana's line, the princess line. Unfortunately, all of these lines are created after so after these kids are being killed, but we yeah. have to keep their name going. We yeah. have to keep the name going. I just wanna also just like, just give a thank you for the mothers who believe and trusted me with their pain and they hurt, they trusted this movement to be a healing process for them. You know, we have a mother like Lita, Tracy, Tracy's, you know, so many different moms that just believe in Bullets for Life. It's because yeah. of you that keep this movement going. So I just want to thank you guys. I want to thank Circle of Brotherhood, iSquad, like you guys already know. The Bullets for Life Anthem is amazing. It came from your heart. You know, did it without even asking for a penny. And because y'all believe in bullets for life, Absolutely. three years ago when nobody Absolutely. else, you didn't even know us like that. But you guys did that, you know. So I just want to thank you guys for just even believing and supporting us for this long, you know.
0: No, definitely, without question, without question. We we are all called. We are all called in different ways in different avenues, um, but we are all legs, and you can reach people that I can't reach. I can reach people that you can't reach, people in the chat can reach other people. So we all play a part, we all have legs. So we, sorry, we we all can be legs to help. So
1: saying.
0: yeah, we all have legs.
1: <laughs> we have legs. And Circle of Brotherhood too, Moms a Man Action. There's so many impact. There's so many organization that we do this together. We have to do life together, you know, because we can't do it alone. So I just want to thank them for just keep the keep, let's keep going. We have a lot of work to do.
0: Yes, yes, yes. The work is far from done. The work is far from done. So, and again, what's the website as well that, that we can go to?
1: It is www.bullets number four and life.org. So you can go on there and everything else that you need, well, you can get it from there. The cash app to make a donation is bullet dollar sign bullet proof P-R-O-V-E says bullet P-R-O-V-E. You can make any kind of donations to us. The money goes back into the movement. Like I said, we have a cleanup coming up June 4th. No, June 5th. There's a cleanup where we're creating a healing space for survivors. We would love you guys to come out and support. Uh, make a donation. Let's let's give them a space to come to in Liberty City where they can feel safe and love, and that's what you want to give to them.
0: Yes, yes. Oh, right, absolutely. I'm putting, oh, Pop already beat me. See, look at that. Who beat you? Pop, Pop, Pop the Ripper, Lamont Pop Martin. Oh, you might know him. He, he was a guest on my podcast, <laughs> and like a few weeks <laughs> ago. Oh. Okay, hi Pop. Yes. So, um, yes, there it is. (laughs) There it is, ladies and gentlemen. There are the website. There's a cash app. Um, Look them up and do your research. Find ways to be a part. Um, Touch someone, man. Save a life. You you just never know uh, one whose life you could be saving. And it's also karma. Like you give out good energy. You help somebody from the heart. You genuinely help somebody without wanting anything in return. The way how life is set up, you get blessed.
1: Amen. Or you can donate bullets. Hello. We take bullets all day, every day. Like Mm. these guys are out here killing. Like if Mm. you have bullets that you would like to donate to the movement, if you donate 20 or more bullets, you get a free bracelet made out of one of those bullets. Um, Donate bullets, save a life. That bullet you give us is a soul save, a life save not knowing who it is. So let's do it together. Saving lives one bullet at a time.
0: Yes, yes. All of those who bought all these bullets last year for the pandemic, thinking
1: the world was going to
0: end and the zombie apocalypse and all this (laughs) stuff. All them bullets they all done bought at Walmart and all these places. Here's your chance to donate some of those. Only
1: those bullets, let's create a something. Let's repurpose it for a purpose. So it's never going to take a life.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Absolutely, absolutely. So in closing, I would like to do this with all my guests. Um, Susan, is there a word? Is there a quote? Is there a phrase? Is there a short story? Is there anything that you would like to leave? our audience with, for those those
1: listening. Um, What I wanna leave you guys with is just just know that um, each one of us are responsible for every child. It don't have to be your child. Every child matters and we're all responsible when a child is killed out here by gun violence. Think about it, if that father that was crying out today, that could have been easily be any one of us, any one of our children, nephews, um, just think about put put yourself in their shoes and ask God what is your purpose, what is your gift to save a child's life from senseless gun violence? Because we all have it, we're all responsible, none of us is safe. So, what gift do you have and what can you offer to help somebody else's child? Let's get the community back, let's get the, the neighbor. You know how it used to be neighbors and neighbors love. Let's get it back. Let's take our streets back. Let's take our kids back one bullet at a time. So just yes. ask yourself that tonight. If that was you, that father that was crying out, what would you do? If mm-hmm. the shoe was on the other feet, what would you be doing right now? And what would help would you want? And just think about it. Think about it. We all have something to help end this senseless gun violence. Yes. Yes,
0: absolutely. Absolutely, man. So heartfelt, so heartfelt, Susan. Thank you again for for your heart. Thank you again for your work that you do on a daily basis. Um, thank you for your time. Um, thank you for that lovely color that you're <laughs> brightening up the screen. Yes, yes. The um, thank you again for just for just being humble and just for being yourself. Thank you. On this podcast, you definitely um, showed us light. You definitely showed us ways that we can help, that we can make a difference. We pray to God, Lord, use me. There's a clear opportunity to be used. So this was definitely needed.
1: Thank you. Right on
0: time. Yes, yes, right on time. Honored, honored. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening, for being a part of this movement of this podcast the Blazing line podcast we don't move forward without you and my plea to you all is that something you heard tonight um touches you and that you don't just allow those words or those feelings to make you feel all you know warm and fuzzy or oh that's touching and then you move on with your life but you actually do something. You actually put legs towards those those feelings, and you reach out to Susan. You contact Bullets for Life. You you do something. Um, donate bullets. Something, man. We it's it's violence is running rampant out here in our communities, and if we do nothing, or we if we continue to you know, respond how we always have. Um, It's not going anywhere. It won't change. So it takes not just Susan, not just those involved, you know, with her movement right now, but it takes all of us. It takes all of us to really unite and to to really be a team and to work together and make a difference. So I I ask you all to um, to really think about this episode and um, However, you feel God calling you, wherever you feel the universe moving you, um, move with that real. Because love, love and peace. As I say in all my episodes, um, peace and love is, is the answer. And those are action words. So peace and love in your home by yourself is, yes, necessary. But put action towards those words. Yes, yes, indeed. Woo! This was the Blaze the Lion podcast. Thank you all again. Peace and love.